Good day to you, sir. Thanks again for tuning in to watching the Pete Matheson podcast. It feels very uh, self-indulgent still, but um, there you go. Um, Lucky today to bring you some hopefully valuable content here based around getting started with your email. And this is a frustration of mine that I still see from day to day. Um, and it's mostly plastered over white vans that drive down the motorway or other colored vans are also available. And it's mostly small micro startup businesses who decide the first thing they're going to do is they're going to get a van or use their own van and they're going to chuck on their mobile phone number and their uh, Outlook or Hotmail or Gmail or whatever it is, a generic email account and plaster it all over their van, all over their business cards. And it just looks crap. It looks so unprofessional. It's one of the very first things that I look out for when dealing with anybody is do they have a professional email account or a professional phone number? If they are working off of a mobile phone number, if they're working off a Gmail account, you know straight away that they are, uh, well, a startup. I mean, a startup's not a bad place to be, but a startup that just doesn't doesn't take care. They don't really take pride in anything. Is that the right way of saying it? Possibly not. It might be the wrong, the wrong wording, but yeah. compare that to someone that has the same van, but they have a... a, a professional number let's call it that which is a like a landline 01 or 02 or whatever number it is and a business.com email address you know first name at business.com or inquiries at business.com that just looks so much more professional and also if you're planning on scaling your business at all beyond the one person maybe you want to get some some apprentices to help you or or really grow your business and get you know, 5 10 20 50 staff then having a professional email system and phone number is such an easy an affordable thing to do. It just drives me nuts to when I see that. So in terms of getting your email side of things, we recommend Office 365. Office 365 is a big part of um, everything we do here. Um, most companies use Office 365 as their email system, as their online document storage and sharing system. So there's no reason why you shouldn't go to something like uh, Microsoft Office 365 and start off from as little as three pounds per person per month so three pounds gets you an email account with i think it's like a 50 gig inbox which is if you don't know gigs and sizes is massive 50 gig is huge my inbox i think is about 30 gig and i've been going for nine years with techers and i don't really delete anything it's really bad but i have a massive massive inbox that i should probably clear out at some point but i'll worry about that when i start getting the, the limits and things slow down which it hasn't yet so, um, so yeah, you can start off at £3 per person per month, but the next level up is £3.80 per person, and that gives you so much more. It gives you the email account, so it gives you your, your 50 gig inbox. It also gives you OneDrive, uh, which is one terabyte's worth of OneDrive. And OneDrive is cloud-based storage for your own individual person. So it's for your documents, for your photos, for your videos, anything you want to store. You can share it with other people, and I actually do share some folders and some files in my own personal OneDrive to graphic designers if I want to share a a particular design idea or something or some documents or some video if I want to share it with somebody. So you can share it, but it's not a replacement for for your file server if people are used to having a file server in their their office. And um, you also get... um, completely forgotten my loss of track here and you, you also get sharepoint and sharepoint is a replacement for your file server so sharepoint is a way of well, sharing files therefore it's sharepoint but sharepoint will literally replace your file server and you can have your 
S drive, which appears on your computer or whatever it's going to be down the left-hand side, and you can share your files and folders. So you can have your company folder structure, your customer information, your finance folders, your HR folders, anything you want to really centralize and give everybody in your company access to, you can have that and share it out to all your staff. So um, so what do you need to get all that started? So if you want to look at Office 365, fantastic, but you need something else first. You need a domain name, and a domain name is your www.mycompanyname.com or .co.uk. Um, .co.uk is generally for UK businesses. They've also got a .uk. Uh, is it .uk? No, sorry, .co. .co is meant to be their new uh, kind of UK businesses. Hasn't really caught on yet, but we'll see where that goes. And .com is normally for global, worldwide, but they're there. Let me say that again for global worldwide businesses. Um, the normal rule of thumb that I've gone by is if you can buy the .co.uk and the .com, then get both. So we have uh, here at Techers, where, which is my IT business, we have uh, techersit.com, which is where our, actually where our website and email sit and everything else sits. But we do also own the .co.uk and forward it on to the .com. Uh, so we, we do own both. It just seems silly not to have both because they were both available. So you need a domain name. And to get a domain name, you need to go somewhere like GoDaddy or 123reg. There are plenty of places online where you can you can purchase these domain names. And once on the site, you search for the name you want or something around the name you want. You know, if you want builder or, uh, I don't know, painter or decorator or any anything you want. Or if you have a company name, then obviously type in your company name. And it will give you some ideas in terms of the available domain names. You might find that the domain name you want isn't available and there isn't really anything you can do about that unless you want to try and contact the current owner and see if they'll sell it to you. But most businesses, I've never really come across a business that will sell their domain name um, because generally domain names are valuable to that business and nobody else. So they will probably have to um, charge a fair hefty price to give up a domain name. So that's my first recommendation is go to somewhere like GoDaddy um, or Amazon. They, They sell domain names too. Go on there. Purchase the domain name. They can cost anything from a few pounds per year to tens, twenties, fifties of pounds per year, depending on the the .co, .uk, the .com, the .net, the whatever kind of the dot is in your domain name. Once you've got it, pop it in your shopping basket, go through to the, the checkout and pay for it. And then you can go back into your Office 365 account and follow through all of the steps you need to get set up on your email side of things. And also things like your SharePoint and OneDrive, if need be, to share your files. And that's really all that's needed. It's, it's a very brief summary, but um, that's generally all you need to get your, your basic business email account set up. And you get so many more features with things like Office 365. Um, you can, of course, go to Gmail and they do a professional email service with Gmail where you can use your business.com.co.uk domain name with them. But um, we generally focus on Office 365. There are plenty of places online. If you Google it, you'll find it, I'm sure. But once you've got that set up, the next thing you want to do, and please make sure you do this, is you change those numbers on your business cards and, sorry, change the numbers and email addresses, change them on your business cards, change them on your 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 fleet or your vehicle or your van, whatever you've got. Just make sure you are giving off that professional appearance of, I have a business, I have a profession, professional business with a proper business card, with a proper, a proper business card, that's not right, with a proper phone number and with a proper business email address. That's all for this week. Appreciate your time once again. Like I've said before, if you are listening to this on Apple iTunes, the only thing I'd I'd really love to ask of you guys and and guys and girls that are listening to this is if you can go to the podcast app on your iPhone and just leave a review or just leave a star rating. It doesn't have to be any text in there because that really, really does help help, help me out. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye.